Hey everyone, this is Brother Michael Reeves, and I'm going to be your host for the Eternity Road Podcast. I want to simply start off here in the beginning by saying thank you to each and every one of you that have taken your time to tune in to today's episode. Eternity Road is a podcast that is going to encourage, uplift, and inspire you throughout this walk of life as we venture into eternity together. I also want to take just a brief moment and encourage each of you to like, follow, and subscribe across all of our social media platforms. You can find us there at Eternity Road Podcast. And I pray that you're tremendously blessed by today's episode of Eternity Road. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Eternity Road Podcast for episode number four. Thank you for tuning in with me today. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whether you're at your workplace, riding down the road in a vehicle, I don't know the scenario, don't know what you're doing, but thank you nonetheless for tuning in. I want to start off again by saying thank you for your love and support. What a tremendous outpouring each of you listeners have shown to uh, to us here that are working on the Eternity Road podcast. I want to say thank you. Uh, this has far surpassed uh, any of my expectations to be transparent with you, uh, just the amount of support, and I'm thankful for each of you. So to begin episode number four today of Eternity Road, I want to start off with this. I want to give a little praise to my my local church here where I serve as the associate pastor, uh, Saltillo Pentecostal Church in Saltillo, Tennessee. Uh, majority of you that tune in know, know about me. You know me personally. You know you know this church uh, that I attend, and I very, very, very truly consider every person here family. We are close-knit. Um, every guest that comes in weekly, man, we, we love them. We appreciate them. We show them the glory of God. Uh, the Holy Ghost has its way here. The Spirit flows freely, and we're just blessed and highly favored of God. We're getting ready to celebrate nine years of pastorship here at SPC. Now, not me personally, although I came here nine years ago, uh, Pastor Nathan Reeves, uh, my father, took the pastorship of SPC in November of 2013, somewhere around the 11th to 13th uh, of November 2013. We come to this church, and this church had eight people at that time. It was uh, closely on the verge of, of shutting down and closing up shop, if I can put it that way. And we come in and I'm just going to say it this way. If you know SPC, what an incredible demonstration uh, that you witness here every service, not just on Sundays, not just on uh, committed or during the conferences that we host throughout the year, uh, but every service, midweek, uh, prayer meetings, Bible studies, everything that happens here has absolutely been magnified and edified by God uh, it's by God because nobody else could get the credit or deserves the glory for what's taking place here. So nonetheless, to lay the foundation for this episode today, I want to start off by saying this. I've been I've been blessed to serve on the pastoral team here as the associate pastor uh, of Saltillo Pentecostal Church for uh, over four years now, and we are blessed with tremendous leadership. We have incredible ministry leaders here. We have incredible teams. We have incredible servants of God. And I'm sure the title of this episode today possibly got your attention uh, because it almost seems a little contra contradictory 
um, if I can word it that way, but wicked servants with good intentions. I'm thankful today that at SPC, we believe in serving Jesus Christ in his kingdom. Uh, we believe in serving each guest that walks through the door. We believe in serving our neighbor that sits beside us. We believe in serving those at our workplaces, at our schools, wherever we may be. We are servants for Christ. And I truly believe everybody across the kingdom of God, whether you're a faithful church attender or whether you may rarely go, you you truly have good intentions when you're serving the kingdom. Uh, whether it be passing out food baskets or serving on a local team that goes out and knocks doors and passes out tracks or invites or you know maybe just inviting somebody or having a conversation at the lunch table at work or at school, whatever you may do, um, you have good intentions. But at SPC, I'll put it this way, we are very progressive. Uh, we believe in adjusting the, mo uh, the method, but not the message. We keep the message the same, adjust the method. We're very progressive. We are very aggressive uh, in our outreach. We're very aggressive in our uh, methods. We believe in growth. We believe in blessing, uh, and we believe in edifying Jesus. However, even though we push 100% of the saints that call this home, regardless of where you are today, you're never going to get 100% involvement regardless how bad you want it. Now, yes, we have some services where it seems like, man, 99.9% .9 are there, but that one person or that two people or the four or the five, whatever it may be, it might be you today are just setting back content with where they are. That's what I want to talk to you about today. Wicked servants with good intentions. The passage of Scripture that I get my title from for this episode today comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 25, verses 24 through 30, whenever it says this, Then he which had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art an hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not strawed. And I was afraid, and I went and I hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there thou hast that is thine. His Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knewest that I reap where I sowed not and gather where I have not strawed. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchangers, and then at my coming I should have received mine own with ushery. Take therefore the talent from him, and give it unto him which hath ten talents." For unto every one that hath shall be given, and he shall have abundance. But from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he hath. And cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. There, sh there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Matthew chapter 25, verses 24 through 30. So the first thing the Lord did when he approached the servant, could you imagine the servant's sincere heart? good intentions. When he walks up, and I can almost imagine as we read through the scripture today, the servant walks up and he's got a gleam in his eyes and he's thinking no doubt in his mind, wow, the Lord is going to be so pleased with me that I went and I hid my talent in the earth, that I went and I was content with just staying who I was rather than operating in the gifts, the callings, and the blessings that God had in store for my life because maybe I felt like I wasn't worthy. 
You know, I went and I hid it to because it would better the kingdom of God. I, I didn't use it because I felt like it would better the kingdom of God. I felt like the kingdom was better off without my talent. So I went and I hid it because that's the best way I could use it. And some of the very first words when the Lord appears and he understands what the servant with good intentions had done, he calls him a wicked and slothful servant. Wow. So wicked servants with good intentions. I want to talk to you just for a moment today. If you're sitting there and you are one of those that are content with being inactive in your local church, or you're content if you don't attend a church faithfully, with just being a good person every once in a while. You know, you're content with not not doing anything. You're content with being in the back of the room. You're content with blending in with the crowd. You're content with not standing out or being special for God. You're content with where you are. I want to tell you today that if the Lord comes into your situation, if he walks into your house, if he walks into your life, and he finds you being unprofitable for his kingdom, the only words that I can find to properly describe you being as unapologetic as I can is wicked and slothful. I am scared to death today for the Lord to walk into my life and Michael Reeves not being not not doing everything I can be doing for his kingdom. I'm scared to death for the Lord to to evaluate my life today and to find me doing one thing less even it's even if it's just one than what he's called me to do. I want to talk to you and just remind you today that we need to be all we can be for the kingdom of God. You may have the good intentions. You may talk about Christ at your workplace. You may talk about Christ to people at your church. You may teach a Sunday school class. You may even be a preacher. You may be a young man or a young woman of God that's aspiring to do something great. But can I tell us what all we need to do today is to make up in our minds that even if, like I talked about in my previous episode, even if we're on the bottom of the totem pole, we're still going to be all we can be for Jesus Christ. We're not going to just sit on a church pew and be content. Uh, I give credit today to Brother Jacob Horton. A few years ago, I was teaching our impact students class upstairs here at SPC, and I made a quote, and Brother Jacob has never let me forget it until this day. Love and appreciate you, Brother Jacob. And he said this. He said, Brother Michael, one of my most favorite quotes I've ever heard you made is this. God has not and he will not ever call someone to just sit on a church pew. Think about that today. God has not and he will not ever call someone to just sit on a church pew. Yes, we do have seasons of correction. Yes, we do have seasons of self-evaluation where you might feel like it's time to slow down or your leadership in your life might feel like it's time for you to take a breath. But can I tell you what needs to happen instead of getting content with slowing down, instead of getting content with stepping back or stepping down? Instead of being content with being a nobody for Christ, we need to wake ourselves and shake ourselves up and realize God has called us to be more than what we are. If I was standing before a church today, I would ask each of you to turn to your left and to your right and remind your neighbor that there is someone out there that only they can reach for God. Remind yourself today at your workplace, at your schools, wherever you are, there is only one person out there 
It might be one person. It may be 50 to 100 or multiple. Who knows what it is? But there is one person out there that God has specifically designed you and your walk with him to impact and influence in a way that nobody else on this planet can. And it is your God-given responsibility to be all you can be for Christ so you do not miss the opportunity to touch that person's life along with every other person that you come into touch with. Lord, please don't let us be wicked servants with good intentions. Don't let us have pure hearts but be wicked. Don't let us have pure motives, but be wicked. Don't let us be slothful concerning the things of you. Whatever it might be in your life today, make up in your mind that you're going to be all you can be for God. We're going to be who God has called us to be. We're going to do what God has called us to do. And if you don't attend church regularly, just be all you can be for God's kingdom today. I understand I got a broad audience from what my feedback has shown, and and, and I'm thankful for that. So for those of you that don't attend a church regularly, please hear the voice of the Lord when he says through this young man today to do whatever you can do to be all you can be for his kingdom in Jesus' name. So moving on, I want to share just a few more passages of Scripture with you as we begin to wind this episode up. Abide in the calling that God has placed on your life. This goes back with divine appointment. This goes back to being who you can be that nobody else can be. Um, don't just sit on a church pew. Don't just occupy space. Uh, I almost called this episode the cursed calling of a pew dweller. Don't do that. Don't just come in and sit on a pew, and then God shifted it. Abide in your calling. Don't be a wicked servant with good intentions. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 20, and then we'll skip down to verses 23 through 24, says this. Let every man abide in the same calling wherein he was called. And then verse 23 through 24 of 1 Corinthians chapter 7 says this, Ye are bought with a price. Be not ye the servants of men. Brethren, let every man wherein he is called therein abide with God. Do what God has called you to do today. And don't just do it nonchalantly. Do it with all your might. Man, be all you can be for God. Last passage of Scripture that I want to share with you today is found in the book of Luke chapter 10, verses 30 through 37. I'll read this and share this story, and then we'll finish. And Jesus answering said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell among the thieves, which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him, and departed, leaving him half dead. And by chance... There came down a certain priest that way, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. The priest literally avoided this injured man. Wow. And likewise, a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on him and passed by on the other side. A Levite, a leader of the church. Today, it could be a worship leader. It could be me, the associate pastor. It could be the youth pastor. Who knows what position this guy held? But nonetheless, to him, in his eyes, this person wasn't, wasn't worth helping. So the Levite passed by. Y'all probably know this story well. And he came and he looked on him and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, somebody that wasn't that appealing, somebody that didn't fit in, somebody that might not live the way we lived or act the way we act or have it all together the way we think they should, he comes and he journeyed and he came where he was. 
And when he saw him, he had compassion on him. So he came where he was. He didn't go to the other side. He didn't avoid this person that God had placed in his path. So he went to the other side, and he had compassion on him, and he went to him, and he bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine, and he set him on his own beast, and he brought him to an inn and took care of him. And on the morrow when he departed, he took out two pence and gave them to the host and said unto him, Take care of him, and whatsoever thou spendest more, when I come again, I will repay thee. Which now of these three thinkest thou was neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves? And he said, He that showed mercy on him. Then said Jesus unto him, Go and do thou likewise. How do we expect to be influencers and to be impactful regarding the kingdom of God and the people in this world if we act like the priest and the Levite and do nothing for the sinner or do nothing for the struggling saint? or do nothing for the people. You can be a wicked servant with good intentions today. You might just be taking a break from ministry. You might just be taking a breather for a short time. But don't let your good intentions cause you to be labeled, in Christ's eyes, a wicked servant. Brother Michael, that's harsh. come to tell you today on this podcast, episode number four of Eternity Road, mark my words, that's not Brother Michael's vocabulary. That's what Jesus said. Wicked and slothful servant, when he finds you doing nothing, don't just go to the other side because it's easier. Don't just do nothing. Don't just bypass the sinner. Don't just bypass the struggling saint. Don't just bypass the people that that you feel are unworthy. Don't just bypass the people that don't look, act, talk, dress, walk like we do. Don't, don't do that. Find yourself with the Samaritan spirit today of loving and caring and doing everything you've got to do to be impactful in the lives of those around you. Don't be a priest. Don't be a Levite. Man, be a good Samaritan today. Don't be a wicked servant with good intentions. Love and appreciate each of you. Thank you for tuning in to episode number four, Wicked Servants with Good Intentions. Don't be one. Be pleasant in the eyes of God. Thank you all for tuning in. God bless. That's a wrap for today's episode of Eternity Road. Once again, it is such a blessing and an honor that each of you have chosen to tune in today to this podcast. Thank you. Want to encourage you again also to like, follow, and subscribe to us across all of our social media platforms. You can find us at Eternity Road Podcast. We pray that each of you are tremendously blessed by this episode of Eternity Road.